Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Live from WRAL News Headquarters in Raleigh, your number one source for local news. WRAL News, coverage you can count on. Three people are in the hospital after a shooting in a Raleigh shopping center parking lot. Coming up, we'll hear from a man who was there when it happened. New surveillance video showing the moment a shooter got into a school in Tennessee. The new information police are releasing about the person who killed six people, including three nine-year-olds. Our temperatures are a little cooler than they were yesterday in the 40s and 50s, but it is dry. That won't be the case tonight. I'll walk through the timeline for rain coming up. And President Biden will be visiting Durham this afternoon. How his trip to the Triangle could affect you. We'll talk about that. Lots more here as we get our Tuesday rolling together. Thanks for making us part of your routine. I'm Jeff Hogan. And I'm Renee Chu. It is dry out there, so no big worries for the morning commute weather-wise. Meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner in the WRO Severe Weather Center tracking our temperatures and then the rain that will come tonight. It's nice and quiet out there. The thing that you need to know is it's colder than yesterday, about 10 degrees colder this morning than it was this time yesterday in the Triangle area. This is a live look at downtown Durham where it is 50 degrees, but our winds are nice and calm. We take a look at temperatures, 43 in Roxborough. That's been our cool spot so far this morning. It's 52 in Southern Pines, 51 in Goldsboro and 54 degrees in Rocky Mountain. And those temperatures in some places are as much as 13 degrees colder than this time yesterday, right around the Triangle. Nine degrees colder in Fayetteville and Clinton, but not as big a change around South Hill and uh, Rocky Mount. Hour by hour, our temperatures will stay in the 50s until almost lunchtime and we'll just climb into the upper 60s. We're going to see a mix of sun and clouds today. A lot of high thin cloud cover and there may be some times that feel overcast and other times where you're going to feel like it's a little bit brighter. And then tonight the rain rolls in. It's dry through the evening commute, but around 9 or 10 o'clock we see widespread rain across the area. That lasts until around 4 or 5 o'clock tomorrow morning, so it's not wet during the morning commute, but the roads could still be a little damp as you're heading out. Another chance for rain getting into the weekend. I'll show you the timeline for that coming up. Brian? 601 right now. Let's head out to Garner for a live look at 70 at Auburn Nightdale Road and the headlights there on the westbound side. It's getting busier, but we're still not seeing any big delays coming in from Clayton this morning. No problems from downtown Clayton all the way out toward the I-40 interchange in Garner. Still quiet around the rest of the triangle with our major routes in good shape. The Beltline is clear around Raleigh and right now 885 looks good in both directions between downtown Durham and I-40. Jeff? Thanks, Brian. We have breaking news this morning. Three men are in the hospital after a shooting at a shopping center in northeast Raleigh. So far, no one is in custody after this. Police stayed in a parking lot near the food lion on North Raleigh Boulevard until 2 o'clock this morning. Michael Grace was also there in the WRL breaking news tracker and joins us now from the police department. And Michael, this seems shocking. Very active overnight. Very active. It was a, a massive scene, stretched the entire length of that parking lot. And right now, police say they're still looking for the gunmen. Now, I've been on the phone with the Raleigh Watch Commander throughout the morning, trying to get information 
about who they may be looking for, but they have not released those details yet. And I want to get you to this video from that scene last night. The shooting happened just after 9 p.m. And of the three men shot, two were seriously injured. The third had minor injuries. But another thing I want to point out is just the damage to all the businesses in that strip mall. We had a chance to speak with one of the Food Lion employees who described the moments shots came inside the store. I heard what sounded like fireworks go off, and then we heard uh, louder sounds that sounded like bullets hitting windows, and uh, one of the bullets came through our window, and we all uh, scattered to the back of the store. Very scary moment for everybody inside there. I had a chance to look at those bullet holes, and they are very large, so glad that everybody was able to get to the back. Right now, still working with police to get an update on those men who are injured and find out if they have anyone in terms of a, a suspect at this time. Live in Raleigh, Michael Grace, WRAL News. We're tracking breaking developments overnight in the deadly shooting at that private Christian elementary school in Nashville, Tennessee. Just before midnight, police shared they found two shotguns at the shooter's home after executing a search warrant. They also revealed the shooter was killed by officers on the second floor of the school as the suspect fired through a window at police cars. Investigators also released surveillance video of the attack. In it, you can see 28-year-old Audrey Hale entering Covenant Elementary by firing shots through the glass of the side doors. Hale then walks through the halls with several guns as alarms go off. Police say Hale had drawn detailed maps of the school and used to be a student there. They think resentment for going there could be a possible motive. Investigators say writings from Hale showed plans for shootings at several other locations as well. Hale identified as transgender. We're also learning more about the six people killed in the shooting. Three of them were nine-year-olds, Evelyn Dickhouse, William Kinney, and Hallie Scruggs. Scruggs was the daughter of the pastor at the church where Covenant Elementary School is housed. The head of the school, Catherine Koontz, died in the attack, as well as Mike Hill, custodian on the right in this picture. Cynthia Peake is a substitute teacher. She was also killed. Members of the community attended vigils last night for all those killed. When you get that call that your child didn't make it or they were one of the, the victims of a mass shooting, it's the worst feeling ever. It's the most devastating, losing your child. It's devastating. No parent should have to go through this. President Biden has ordered flags to be flown at half-staff through Monday in honor of those killed. This morning on Today, live team coverage from outside the school and a live interview with Nashville Mayor John Cooper. Today airs right after this newscast at 7 o'clock on WRAL. Preventing school violence will be one of the top priorities today as Wake County Safety and Security Committee meets. The meeting comes one day after that deadly shooting in Nashville. It also follows a series of threats and guns found on Wake County school campuses earlier this year. WRL spoke one-on-one -on -one with Superintendent Caddy Moore and asked about her budget plans and any physical security upgrades that could be included. Is the state's largest school district considering weapons detection systems at this point? There are no options off the table. Um, right now, we know that that is a piece, it is a layer, and we need to see how it fits in with the remainder of the recommendations that we have. Today's meeting starts at 1 and will be in a closed session. That's because school leaders will discuss potential security weaknesses. 
Might hit some delays if you're out on the roads right around lunchtime today. President Biden is making a visit to the Triangle, and his main stop will be at the Wolf Speed plant in Durham. That's where we find WRL's Laura Levine this morning. What should people know about this trip and his visit, Laura? Jeff, good morning. Durham is the first stop on President Biden's Investing in America tour. He's going to be visiting Wolf Speed behind me, as you've mentioned, which makes semiconductors. The company recently announced a $5 billion investment in North Carolina, which will create about 1,800 jobs. So people should be mindful and really watch out for heavy traffic today around RDU and parts of Morrisville and Durham. Biden is expected to arrive at the airport around 1245. He'll tour Wolf Speed at 125, and then that'll be followed by those remarks at 2.30. During his visit, the president is expected to highlight job growth, stronger infrastructure, and Made in America manufacturing to strengthen the supply chain. We spoke with the CEO of Wolf Speed about the visit. You know, it's really an honor to be the first stop on this tour for the president. And of course, you know, silicon carbide is at the heart of what we do. It's, uh, it's grown here, right here in North Carolina. It's very, very exciting. The business right now is basically exploding with the adoption of electric vehicles and the adoption of silicon carbide in electric vehicles. President Biden is expected to leave RDU around 3.50 this afternoon. WRL will have full coverage, team coverage, beginning at noon. Laura Levine, WRL News. We're live in Durham. And ahead of the president's visit, North Carolina Republican leaders plan to speak. NC GOP chairman Michael Watley will talk to reporters to share his concerns about President Biden's track record. Members of the Republican National Committee will also be in attendance. Happening right now in the WREL Life Center, we're following some breaking news out of Mexico this morning. At least 37 people have died in a fire at a migrant center. This is right near the U.S.-Mexico border in a city called Ciudad Juarez. It borders El Paso, Texas. Right now, authorities are saying the fire happened at the office of the National Migration Institute after they picked up about 71 migrants off the streets of the city. They say so far 37 people have been confirmed dead. Many more are injured right now. The cause of the fire or the victim's nationalities have not been released by authorities. Michelle, thanks. Two Raleigh police officers are on administrative leave this morning after shooting and killing a man who they say fired at them. Our team was there yesterday morning as investigators blocked off areas near Ligon Middle School. The school went into a code yellow lockdown for a short time. Police say they were responding to reports of someone firing into occupied cars. Officers say the man fired shots at officers before they returned fire, killing him. Police have not released his name. A push to require North Carolina sheriffs to cooperate with federal immigration agents is expected to move forward today. The state house will vote on the cooperation bill. It also forces sheriffs to check the immigration status of anyone arrested and hold them in jail, even if they bond out, as long as immigration enforcement agents want to interview them. Wake is one of the counties sheriffs have refused on constitutional grounds. Governor Cooper vetoed this bill before, but GOP lawmakers might be able to override his veto this time. Ten minutes after six on your Tuesday, the state Senate wants to override Governor Cooper's veto of a bill that would loosen rules on buying guns. Why a former Republican governor is taking Cooper's side in this. Plus, 36 hours ago, looked totally different. I mean, they just aren't words. 
And people in the deep south left in shock by the damage left by powerful tornadoes. It's a quiet start for us here. We had rain yesterday morning. It's dry right now, but we do have rain in our forecast overnight. And another chance of it as we get into the weekend with lots of events planned around here. I'll show you if you can plan around it coming up. Listen to WRAL News Plus on your radio in Raleigh on 99.3 FM, in Durham 96.5 FM, and everywhere on 101.5 HD3. It's a nice, quiet morning out there. Temperatures are on the cool side. 54 in Rocky Mount is 50 in Durham and 55 degrees in Fayetteville. You might see some low cloud cover in a few spots this morning and then some high, thin clouds as we get through the day today. But today does stay dry. Could be a little bit of fog in a few spots out there. We haven't seen much of that yet. Temperatures are in the mid-50s. Uh, in the mid -50s And we'll hold it that way until around lunchtime. It's definitely going to be cooler today than it was yesterday. Yesterday, we climbed into the mid and upper 70s. We're talking about mid to upper 60s this afternoon. We'll see increasing clouds clouds, but it should stay dry through six or seven o'clock if you're looking to exercise later on this evening. But after that, some showers roll in. I'll walk through the timeline for tonight's rain coming up on Futurecast in just a few minutes. Brian. Elizabeth, it is now 614 and we do have a report of a crash with injuries in a neighborhood on the southeast side of Raleigh, but it's not affecting traffic on major routes. We are watching delays building, though, as you come in from Johnston County on 40 westbound heading up toward Garner. We're already up to about a three minute delay right around the Clayton Bypass. But as usual, once you get to business 70, traffic's flowing freely into South Raleigh. Also look out for a one minute delay starting to build on the southbound side of Capitol Boulevard coming in from Wake Forest toward 540. Jeff. Classes will go on as scheduled today at North Carolina Central University after a threat shut down parts of the campus last night. The threat was posted online and claimed there would be a big shooting on campus. North Carolina Central University police say that the threat was not credible and they arrested one student linked to that post. Still others on campus say this brings the threat of school violence close to home. It make you worry because you in a different and right now you in it versus just watching it from the outside. Police have not released the name or the age of the student who was arrested. Today, federal regulators will be on Capitol Hill to testify about the collapses of Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank. This comes one day after Raleigh's first Citizens Bank finalized a deal to buy SVB. Regulators will appear before the House Financial Services Committee in the first hearing about the recent banking crisis. Elected officials say they want to review what happened leading to the bank failures and come up with more stringent regulations to prevent a repeat. As soon as today, work could begin to override Governor Roy Cooper's veto of changes to our state's pistol permit system. Republicans in the state Senate will discuss the veto, which blocked their push to remove the system. Right now, you need a permit from your local sheriff before buying a pistol. And supporters of the change say sheriffs could abuse that power. But former Governor Pat McCrory, a Republican, says Cooper's veto should stay and show, so should the permit system. I have not known of any sheriffs abusing uh, their privilege of making some exceptions to a few amount of people in our state who may have some uh, difficulty with the ownership of a, of a pistol because of their mental health, drug and alcohol issues or domestic violence issues. Republicans will need one Democrat to join them to override Cooper's veto. 
Schools in Troop County, Georgia remain closed today because of road closures and other damage caused by a powerful tornado. The National Weather Service confirmed the tornado that hit there Sunday was an EF3. That means it had sustained winds of 150 miles per hour as it carved a 20 mile path of destruction. People who returned to survey the damage were in shock that they lost everything. To stand here and just look around you and to know that 36 hours ago looked totally different. I mean, there just aren't words. At least 30 homes were destroyed. Five people were hurt, but no deaths reported. The Red Cross is helping to provide food and shelter to people who lost their homes. This morning on today, a live report from Mississippi where 25 people died in that severe weather outbreak. And now the long road to recovery is just beginning. Today starts at 7 here on WRL. Happening now in the WRL Live Center, I want to take you out to Utah where crews are searching for a snowmobiler that they believe became trapped in an avalanche on Monday night. You can see rescue crews here coming out of that medical helicopter and they will start to dig. Authorities say two men were snowmobiling when one got caught and buried in that slide. The missing man is believed to be in his 30s. He was wearing an avalanche transceiver at the time of that avalanche. Again, helicopters were on scene as well as members of the Utah County Sheriff's Office search and rescue officials that they have a good general location of where he is under the snow and they are currently concentrating their efforts there. Michelle, thanks for that update. Turning to our weather now, meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner in the WRO Severe Weather Center where we have mostly dry day, but then we will see rain later on tonight. That rain's likely to start after dinner time, say around 9, 10 o'clock. We'll see that rain spreading across the viewing area from west to east. So uh, we'll be dealing with that. It should be out of here by the morning commute tomorrow. Temperatures start to warm up later in the week. It's going to be a little bit cooler today and tomorrow. And then temperatures rebound as we get closer to Friday and Saturday. But also late Friday into Saturday, we'll see our next front. And we'll walk through the timeline for that as well because it could affect your weekend plans. We have just a little hint of daylight there uh, in the along the horizon there in Goldsboro. We are seeing a little bit of cloud cover out there this morning, mostly just some high thin clouds. We'll see that today. There's a live look at our Fayetteville newsroom, Apex and Chapel Hill looking nice and quiet. Chapel Hill courtesy of Top of the Hill Restaurant. We take a look at our satellite and radar picture right down here. We have a stationary front along the Gulf Coast. This is where a low is likely to develop and move up across our area overnight tonight. And it's likely to happen uh, in darkness hours. We're likely to see that again after dinner time, and then it moves on out before the morning commute tomorrow. Here's a look at Futurecast and you can see the cloud cover there. It's likely to just be high thin cloud cover for the, for the bulk of the day, but there may be some periods where it seems overcast. And then we'll watch the rain moving in by 7 o'clock. It's starting to move into the area. It's widespread between 9 and 10. This is midnight and it continues to slip eastward by 4 o'clock. It's on its way out and by 5 o'clock it should be over. We will see our wind shifting tomorrow to northeasterly and that's going to keep our temperatures a little cooler in the low 60s, but we'll start to see some clearing. So the roads may be a little wet tomorrow morning, but the rain should be over for the morning commute. Now let's talk about Friday and Saturday. This is Friday at 5 o'clock and we're dry. But once we get a little bit later, say by 8, 9 o'clock, we start to see a few light showers rolling through. We'll see that on and off overnight Friday night into Saturday. And it does look like a good bit of
of Saturday could be on the wet side as the front moves through, and that could impact folks who are headed out to the Dreamville Festival. It's going to be a warm day Saturday with a high of 81, but I would expect to see some showers. Some of those may taper off by uh, mid to late afternoon, so it may be that Saturday night's a little drier, but if you're headed to the festival, which starts at around lunchtime, you're going to probably have to deal with some rain. Right now, Sunday looks nice and dry, a little cooler, though, with a high of 67. Pollen count should come down a little bit with that chance of rain overnight, but right now it is high for trees, oak, maple, pine, and mulberry. We're checking out that seven-day forecast. Today, 67, a little cooler tomorrow with some sunshine, 61. Thursday looks nice at 70. We'll see increasing clouds on Friday with a chance of rain Friday night and Saturday. Sunday looks nice but cooler at 67. Brian? 621 right now. Let's take a look at traffic around the triangle, and of course, we do have our delays coming in from Johnston County on 40 westbound. We're watching those live sensor readings, and right now, picking up a five-minute backup as you head around the Clayton Bypass. And with the live update there, just uh, popped up to a six-minute delay. So things are getting a little more congested out there as traffic volume builds a little bit. We'll head out to Nightdale for a live look at 87 at Smithfield Road. Headlights are on the southbound side. Right now, we're not picking up any delays coming in from Nightdale on 87 southbound. It's a smooth ride out to 440. Brian, thank you. Gambling on sporting events is getting closer to becoming legal in North Carolina. The big step forward, a bill to legalize betting could take today. NCAA women's basketball tournament is down to four teams. The powerhouse squad and the newcomer that punched their tickets to the semifinals. This What's Trending report sponsored by Rug and Home. Taylor Swift is reflecting on her legacy and giving her fans an important piece of advice. Brian Schrader here now with What's Trending. Brian. Yes, you know, Taylor Swift giving her acceptance speech last night at the iHeartRadio Music Awards. Take a listen to what she said. You have to give yourself permission to fail. Well, that is good advice. Uh, Taylor said that it was only after she tried thousands of dumb ideas that she found some good ones. And she took home the Innovator Award at last night's show, along with several other honors. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> I like the pink. Yes. Well, she, with, her, with her kids up there. Yeah, but before the awards, uh, she and uh, her kids stole the red carpet. She brought 11-year-old Willow and 6-year-old Jameson out to enjoy the moment with her. She went on to perform twice during the show and was presented with the Icon Award. Yeah, she's having uh, quite the year. She released her new album last month. Then she's going to go on tour, her summer carnival tour in Europe, make a bunch of stops there, and then finally come to the U.S. But, yeah, Icon Awards. She's been making decades of great music. Pink's so good. So many mm -hmm. songs that you don't, you wonder, oh, that's Pink. Okay, fantastic. And Taylor Swift's always with a message, right? Always with, that makes her an innovator. You give yourself permission to fail. I've been an innovator for years. Years. <laughs> <laughs> and then look at her success. And look still at your success, for you yet, Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> hey, I'll be patient. I'll wait. Thanks, Brian. Last four teams in the NCAA women's basketball bracket are all set. The ACC champs, Virginia Tech, advanced last night with a win over Ohio State. This is the first time the Hokies have ever made it this far in the women's tournament. They'll play LSU in the semifinals Friday night. On the other side of the bracket, undefeated South Carolina advanced with a win over Maryland last night. This is the third straight year the Gamecocks have made it to the semifinals. They will play LSU on Friday night. President Biden is kicking off a countrywide tour touting job growth in America, and Durham is his first stop. Just ahead, I'll explain how his visit here today will affect you.
And safety and security will be top of mind today for Wake County leaders. Coming up, we'll tell you about the meeting they're having and what they plan to discuss. And today we're waking up to a little bit of cloud cover. You can see some of that there on the horizon there in Sanford. We are looking at a dry day, but I'll show you when we'll see some rain developing overnight and how long it will stretch into tomorrow. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.